I got to be his like emotional sounding board and listen to him talk about all this stuff. And then somebody else gets his time and his dick and his money. <laughs> right. Well, he doesn't have any money, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to a two-year anniversary episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome I scared back. Ashley. <laughs> it's two years, two years strong. I got a little choked up. I'm sorry I scared you. <laughs> it just got really loud. I just turned on your levels over here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, two years in the making. Girls Gotta Eat. Valentine's Day week-ish. We started this in 2018, so we have a really fun episode on the way. We made it, all of us it's together. cloudy and rainy out. I... We're recording this on Galentine's Day, the 13th, we're just gals. a few days ago. So we hope you guys had a great Galentine's Day and we're going to have some fun. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Lots of laughs ahead. Anyways, that was cheesy. I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> um, thanks to The Real World for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. The Real World is a marketplace for authenticated luxury consignment. Shop in-store or online to get $25 off your first purchase with account sign-up. Additionally, get 20% off selected items at therealreal.com with the promo code REAL. Also, thanks to Rothy's for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Rothy's shoes are stylish and versatile, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Rothy's these always come with free shipping and free returns slash exchanges. Go get yourself a pair with free shipping at rothys.com slash GGE. Yes. And thanks to Ritual for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Better health doesn't happen overnight. Daily changes can lead to big results. So start small. Ritual is offering you 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash GGE. Start your ritual today. Also, thanks to Daily Harvest for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Daily Harvest makes it easy to eat more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted foods that can be prepared in five minutes or less. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter GGE to get $25 off your first box. Okay. So if you're listening to this on the 17th, we're in LA, had a show last night on the way to Australia. Um, but of course, we're recording this right before we head out. Yeah. So last chance to get tickets for Australia, guys. It's going to be so amazing. I, know, I can't wait. I We're flying across the world just to be with you. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, I can't believe it. It's such a dream. Yeah. So just a few tickets left for Sydney and Melbourne, I think, as, at least at, as of this point at girlsgotteatpodcast.com or I literally don't care shows.com. Um, and then we still have tickets available in Dallas, Houston, maybe Tampa, Miami, Philly, night two. There's a few left and there should be tickets still left in San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Vancouver. And I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. But they're yeah. all really close. The Philly, so, there's like five left. Yeah. Philly might not even be um, that Tampa night too. Might not. They're they're all going like really quick, almost to capacity. So get those tickets. I literally don't care. Shows.com. <laughs> we'll <laughs> and see you for we'll a wild girls there. night. We're yes. so excited, Can't guys. Oh uh, what are we talking about today? <laughs> um, we hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. Yes. Ashley's going to have a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, we're recording this on the 13th. I do have a Valentine. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a date. Is that all you want to say about it? I have it? a date. Probably a sleepover, you know. 
You so exciting. I can't believe that you're not my Valentine this year. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I've been saying forever this is our third Valentine's Day together, but it's not now. <laughs> well, look, we're flying. Yeah, we'll be on a plane together. Whoever I'm on that plane with will be my Valentine. Yeah. I want to see you row 34, middle seat. <laughs> Making out with somebody. That's we land I, we land in San Diego and you're like, I'm, just, I'm so I drunk. I have to tell you something, <laughs> I have a boyfriend. <laughs> Listen, it's not my role. I've never taken a middle seat. I always take the window seat. I need to fly the plane. Oh, right. You have to monitor the plane. We have a great episode for you guys today. We're actually going to like recap some funny stories from the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, you guys know how appreciative we all are of you and we love you and we don't need to recap exactly how we started. We talk about it all the time. So we're very happy you're here. We love you guys. We're appreciative of every email, every live show, every DM, every tweet everything we just we love you guys so much we say it a lot you changed our lives thank you so much yes we talk about you guys all the time most of you some of you are the worst but uh, i'm kidding <laughs> i <laughs> literally don't care at all no that's very <laughs> but i mean the 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 ones that you guys that appreciate us we appreciate you back and so thanks for tuning in for two years or if you're new here welcome yeah thanks for being here thanks to everybody who uh reposted our billboard this week yeah the billboard was great don't be fooled by the billboards we got. <laughs> um, okay, I have to tell you this story. I'm excited. I like. I haven't even like hinted to you what this is about. Nothing. So this past week, I was out with some friends and also this guy that I've been hanging out with. So he came out and met me and some of my friend. friend Aaron was in town from Atlanta. And so we all went out and um, we ended up at this bar <laughs> called Whiskey Tavern in Chinatown, which is just like kind of a divey bar, but they're known. They have like flaming dildos and sh- stuff like crazy shots. Like it can get a little lit, but uh-huh. it's like um, we were there on a Monday night. Yeah. So we're there on a Monday night and um, there was like a kind of a crazy bartender behind. He got just, he had a microphone. He was just like really hyping the five people in this bar. <laughs> and so he just turns the music off at one point and is like, can I get everyone's attention? And my friend Stella was out with us and he goes, Stella here has just informed me that it's her lifelong dream to take a body shot off of me. And we were like, what? And I look over at Stella like, are you, did you, girl, it's a Monday. And he proceeds to take his shirt off, lay down on the bar, bring out a bottle of Jameson, put whipped cream and cherries on, on his, his own nipples, body, on his own on body. His own body. And Stella is standing there like, I don't, didn't ask for this. He puts whipped cream and a cherry on each of his nipples. He's been here before. <laughs> He's been here before. And, and he pours Jameson into his belly, his button. Own belly button. <laughs> Do you want no, DIY you body shots? Know, you don't even know what's about to happen. <laughs> And he, Stella just like took it. Like it sounded like a little, like, like it was like, out of his belly like his. She did do it. Ew. I guess, I guess that wasn't enough for him because <laughs> he grabbed, he grabbed a candle off the bar and, and threw hot wax all over his own body. <laughs> At his place of work. <laughs> he took a candle and threw hot you wax at the box. You were at like a regular bar on a Monday. This guy's doing BDSM to himself. <laughs> to throw hot wax on your own body. Like it happened so quick. And I it so quick. I saw it and the guy that I'm with, like we are just stay there. We're like canoodling at the bar. And he goes, what the fuck? We started hysterically laughing. And he said the funniest thing. He goes, he did that for him. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
put whipped cream and cherries on his own nipples. <laughs> uh, you gotta like remember the visual that while he's pouring hot wax on his own body, he's dressed up like varsity blues. <laughs> oh my god! And then, oh my like, god! We obviously came back here and whatever. You know, one thing led to another, and you like, did, you recreated throughout. It. The, we recreated the entire thing. We picked up some Jameson. No, um, we just kept laughing about it the whole night. Like we were like just laying here hysterically laughing. It was like such a special moment to share with somebody. <laughs> Like, I've never been so jealous. Not even like body wax. That it was like from a, just a candle. That must have been so painful. I'd never heard of this before. <laughs> Somebody like doing like self BDSM. <laughs> he doesn't even need you to be there for it. And the next day I texted Stella and she was like, I got to be clear that I didn't want that. <laughs> anyway, did you have a story <laughs> <laughs> that can top no. that? <laughs> I'm so glad you laughed. What? Because I was like, it's so excited to tell you. I just love New York so much. I'm never leaving. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm, I love Pittsburgh. It's like my home forever. But that's not happening in Pittsburgh. Wait, I love that you said this wasn't at the box. This was like a dive. Bar. I mean, you go to the box. There's like double sided dildo shows. But this is just like at a dive bar on a Monday. I think his name was Dash. <laughs> I'm going to this bar tonight. My plans are canceled. All I care about is Dash. Dash is all there is. <laughs> this is my two-year anniversary Wait, gift. Dash is your Valentine. <laughs> oh, my two-year anniversary gift. Okay. I know it's hard to, like, not tell each other stuff. Yeah. Like, that's why we always tell you guys that, like, I come over here at 1 and it's 4 o'clock. We just started recording. Because we just, we have to talk shit for three hours before we can start doing any work. Um, oh my God. I don't have a story. I sh- God damn it. I should have led with my story. Um, I had a really good night that night, actually. Um, Mateo Lane, who's a former guest of ours, actually like almost one year ago. Exactly. Oh yeah. Um, he came over and cooked me dinner. Topless. Yeah. He took his clothes off. No candle wax though. You know, it's weird. I was thinking like what was absent from that evening. It was BDSM. Him throwing hot wax S&M. on himself. Um, yeah. He came over, he took his clothes off and he cooked me dinner. Oh, you're so lucky. I know. I was so glad that you didn't come so he could just be <laughs> he spoke Italian to me and it was amazing. What the uh, fuck? I feel like this is an experience people would pay for. I would pay for it. He yeah. went to Italy and went shopping, oh came God. over, cooked me pasta. He wanted nothing in return. He didn't want alcohol or money. Well, he doesn't drink or fuck girls, so there's nothing <laughs> you could offer him. He literally wanted nothing. Here's what I'm going to give him. He is going on tour right now. He's going to all these cities. I know that he specifically really wants to sell out Denver, Denver Comedy, Comedy Works, Works, which yeah. is one of our favorite venues. We had so much fun there. So if you guys live there, go see Mateo. Check out his uh, live schedule. And that's it. That's, he's an that's icon. Gift. He's, he's like, we don't promote people that we don't think are incredible. Like right. he is incredible. Really? Like he is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and if you have a chance to go see him at Denver comedy works, is it downtown? It's the, it's the downtown. It's one. one of the best clubs we've ever performed. At. It's the mm-hmm. coolest fucking thing. Like to see him there is so cool. I, I know he's doing Atlanta and the laughing skull lounge, which is where I first started doing comedy, Four shows. but I don't, I, they are probably sold out. So this is, so that's a small room, but I, I mean, Atlanta, of course you guys know, I always want to tell you stuff to do in Atlanta and that's one of my favorite clubs, but yeah, just check his tour schedule. If it's anywhere that you guys are close to, because to see him is such a 
treat. He's a comedian. He sings. He dances. He does impressions. He was doing Liza Minnelli and Cher in my living room the other night. What a treat. But even if he wasn't funny, you just could look at him. But he's, he is. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just so fun hot. to look at. He's the most beautiful man in the world. So that's my that's my gift to him. Because he's shows. so nice. Like, if you get the chance to meet him, if, if you mm. meet him after, do you meet and greet or whatever? I don't know if he does that. But, like, you know, a lot of the smaller shows, you just get to mix and mingle after. Like, he's just so genuinely wonderful. And yeah. if you tell him, like, you're a Girls Gotta Eat fan, he'd love it. And I just... I adore him. So. If you guys, um, if you guys came to our show at um, the Bell House or in Brooklyn or in Vancouver uh, for JFL, mm-hmm. he was part of our shows. Yeah. So that's who he is. He's amazing. Go see him. That's but then I paid for dinner after Mateo left. Oh, after you Mateo had left visitor. the late shift. <laughs> <laughs> is this where the wax comes in? Come on, Raina. <laughs> no, it's just awkwardness and guitar play. Uh, so my neighbor came over after Mateo left. I cannot believe I mean, Mateo this. left at nine and I was like, what am I going to do now? So I like told my neighbor he could come over because he asked me to like, go see a concert with him on Tuesday or on Saturday, which I did not want to do. Um, I'm not like, like a- asking you out. You, are, you couldn't be less interested. <laughs> I just don't think we're like a match. Right. You don't vibe. I like... Yeah, that's. I mean, he's a perfectly nice person. We're just not in love with each other. And I'm like, why do you want to hang out with me? You don't even like me. But maybe he does. I don't know. So he came down and it was. Uh, I laid on the couch and he played guitar for me. And that's it. You guys made out, right? Yeah. I didn't like fuck. I was tired. Yeah, I just no. couldn't be bothered. It's not personal. <laughs> yeah. But I did. Is he let? He left his wallet and his phone in my apartment. Did I tell you this? Mm-mm. Um, he left it in my apartment, and I was like, what? Um, so I like. He was classic like, leave behind. Right, a classic leave behind. He was trying to like hook up and I was like, I'm st- like way too tired for this. And, um, he and went, I like, don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it either, okay? He doesn't like me either. I even asked for my phone number for the first 12 months we knew each other. Um, but I, he left his wallet and his phone in my apartment so I went upstairs to bring it to him and I knocked on the door for like a full two and a half minutes, just like kept pounding on the door. I think he was jerking off. I hope he was jerking oh, off. Oh, totally. But you know what would have like... Oh my God. You know what would have like really turned me on is if he opened up the door and was like, I was just jerking off to you. Then I would have fucked him. 100%. That would have been so hot. Can you imagine you're just banging the door? He's like, I'm coming. If somebody <laughs> like opened the door with like a fully hard dick who I was just making out with, who I've slept with a lot, like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you. And said they were jerking off to you. Yeah, you'd love that. That shit. I think the nicest, I mean, anyone would. I think the nicest compliment someone could give me is that they jerk off to me. Hundred percent. That I don't care about anything else. I know. Guys, if you're listening, that's anybody. all I want to hear. Yes, literally. Don't DM me that you jerk off to me. But like, I don't want like to see. I just want to just it. I want to hear it. I don't want to see photos or anything. I just want to know. You know, use your words. <laughs> Yeah. No visuals needed. No, I mean, I'll it's visualize like, it myself. I mean, it's consensual. I'm not saying like creepy stuff. Like, oh, God, sex, no. But no, yeah, so when you're just, dating or if you're fucking. Yeah, if he just grabbed me and like slammed me to a wall or something. Oof. Well, if he's, he's never going to do that. Next time. He's never going to do that. He's not. He asked okay. me to hang out last night. I just couldn't. You have a Valentine. Are you I do. Well, we might hang out later. Undecided. Depends oh. on how lately Emily stays at my house. Oh, my God. All right. Well, those are our, our catch up stories. I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty much it. We'll update you guys on the LA shows next week and the intro and everything. And yeah, we have um, the show. Since the show was last night, I can say it now that we had the LA Rams cheerleaders. You um, really are just hitting it out of the park with these dancers. So lately. I'm sure they were incredible. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, re- we'll recap more. Um, it's weird to talk about it like it happened before. But um, yeah, next week and then next week we have Matthew Hussey. We this is a long time coming. I've been bugging them for a year. Yeah, really so am. the episode next week is going to be hot fire. And if you guys missed our bonus episode, we love it so much. This came out on 
the last Thursday and it's about what we were like in our 20s and the lessons we learned through college and through our 20s and the advice to, we would give our younger selves and there's a lot of funny stuff in it. So I, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. It was and just like too. peak us. Peak us. It's a lot of masturbation stuff. It's a lot of blowjob stuff. We talked about drugs. It's peak me for sure i just i love these episodes with just us i think they're always fun two back to back so yeah i thought that like i thought you're here too uh we thought that we (laughs) would recap some really funny dating stories and give you guys like a full background and we do a lot of the stuff at the live shows on stage but um we're gonna kind of retire some of these stories from the live shows and so we'll give you guys the true stories this first one that we're gonna kick off with i don't think we ever talked about it and this was it started to happen right when we like started the podcast so we just never talked about it it's one of the craziest like it's all like weird male behavior that's what we'll talk about hopefully it'll be like a take away from every story and you guys will get a good laugh and and that's what we're hoping for with these stories yeah so this was a situation i'm gonna try to just kind of keep it as anonymous as possible and also um try to summarize it as much as possible there was this guy i kind of i knew him from delaware but we were we had reconnected i talked about in the very first episode we ever did because the the episode was called it goes down in the dms i connected with him via dm i reached out to him we started talking all the time really vibed really flirty like right at the beginning of 2018 and so you know we were dming and we uh would text and stuff like that um and then he's kind of in a similar field so we had a couple like phone calls and stuff i was like really into it i was like this is a guy that I'm very much interested in. And then he came to New York on Valentine's day of 2018. And we went to drinks and come to find out later that he was here because he was dating someone here. And his behavior was weird. Like he was just like noncommittal and it was like, his behavior was a little odd. Valentine's day was a Thursday night. So we went for drinks again. We didn't kiss or anything. Like this guy didn't cheat on his girlfriend with me, but like, I think she was working in some later in the night type of job. And he was like, waiting for her. I mean, I didn't know this at the time, but, and hung out with me uh-huh. and then he didn't hear from him the rest of the weekend. Yeah, and so I, it was, was so weird. odd. It was yeah. so odd. So then I was kind of thought that was weird. And then he reached back out to me here, the podcast. Cause then days after the podcast launched, I talked about how I'd slid into his DMS. I think that's kind of what got us like talking at whatever bottom line. I was still talking to him. We had reconnected. I was talking to him even through in March. Um, and then we were talking all the time, all through Paris. Remember? Do I remember? remember. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't talk to me after we were there. You were texting yeah. with him. I was like, so into this guy and somewhere along the lines, maybe we got back from Paris. This is late March, early April, whatever. I finally felt like I was getting way mixed signals from him. So I, I called him out on it not called him out, but like I said it in a nice way, I said straight up, like I'm getting mixed signals from you. And cause he was starting to say like very flirty stuff. And then he uh-huh. would pull back whatever, where he lived. Again, I'm not going to say it when I keep this as anonymous as possible. I was going there in like a month for a girl, for a friend's birthday. So I was hoping to see him, whatever I said, I'm getting mixed signals from you. And he immediately started writing. He was basically like, I'm really attracted to you. I'm I'm going to just read the text. I'm really attracted to you. And he referenced a uh, thirst trap I had posted recently. It was one of the few bikini pics on my, on my um, Instagram. Um, and I'm even more so attracted to your personality, your ambition, your intelligence, and your wit. If I send mixed signals, I'm not aware of it. But now that you call it out, I can definitely see it. Blah, blah, blah. Once I go back and forth with, with dating someone in New York, he used to live here, but he didn't live here anymore. I overthink it, blah, blah, blah. But then I do really like you. I'm second guessing myself, all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, he was like, I do really like you. And I was like, well, I like you too. And he was like, can you, can we go to dinner when you're here where I live in a month? He knew I was coming there. Can and you remind me of the time frame? What This is April. Did you know? 
know that he had he had broken up with that girl at no. that point? No, you I never know, knew about like, that. Like I kind of pieced it together that he had been dating someone in New York because he said I was dating someone in New York and that's why I was there. I'm like, you're a scumbag. Okay, I couldn't remember the time frame. Yeah, so okay. this is this is like April. I was going to the city where he lived in May, so he was like, can we go to dinner? And then he was like, um, also like, let's like try to do this. He was like, I want, let's FaceTime more often instead of just texting. Like, I was like, oh my God. Okay. This guy just like validated our feelings for each other. We're going to start FaceTiming. We're going to see each other in a month and like really see what's going on here. (laughs) That was a Thursday night. My favorite story, guys. (laughs) It was a Thursday night. Friday goes, I'm thinking it's on. We're going to FaceTime tomorrow. We're going to talk through the weekend. We're dating. I'm so excited about this, right? Getting engaged in 2018. Friday goes by, Saturday goes by, Sunday goes by, Monday goes by, Tuesday. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Five days. No text, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Uh, of course, watching my Instagram stories, obviously. Um, got, that's, part of the, that's part of the story. So I have to make it known. Of course, he was watching all my stories. I texted him. I still have this 848 on that Tuesday. <laughs> So I hate to tell you this, but I think your phone was hacked last Thursday night. <laughs> like what? And I remember we like mauled over like when to say something, how to say something and landed on like, make it silly, make it funny. Yeah. But make it direct. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll change his job too. I'm going to, again, like people, people know who this guy is. Um, I hate to tell you this. I think your phone was hacked Thursday night. I mean, he was typing the second I hit send. It's like he knew this was coming. He goes, very funny. Definitely me. I'm drowning at work and second guessing all my life choices that led to me being an accountant instead of bartending in Costa Rica. Want to help me pick out bad decisions for my midlife crisis? I'm torn between a motorcycle and a French bulldog. What? What? And okay. I, I just my favorite text message of all time. Like, it's literally like the meme that's like, I'm just really busy right now with having to get gas every week. And my sister's goldfish is sick. And I just can't really commit to this right now. Like it's so it was it's that. my great aunt's birthday. But if you want to fuck when you're in town, we can. Right. And I just wrote, I would that immediately I, I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. The, all the months of liking this guy. And I, in that moment, I was like, I don't want it. And fuck I, this guy. And I responded, <laughs> well, I'm glad you still have time to watch all my Instagram stories. <laughs> why don't you just hit me up if when you ever figure it out and that was it and I he reached out to me I've told you um that was it he reached out to me maybe like two more times when I don't know I think once then he was like are you in Delaware or something whatever and I just ignored it I don't want any part of that I mean it just was like so crazy like whatever this guy's going on I don't want a part of it sounds like just he's kind of a mess and he's going through a midlife crisis if a guy tells you that run as far as you can you're not, it's not your job to save somebody and help them with this and like I was so wildly turned off that I like months of crushing on this guy thinking we were maybe going to be a thing. And I just like threw it away and never thought about it again. I'm glad you did. I think that's the right thing to do. And I don't think that like, I think it's hard to separate your feelings from reality. Your feelings are, I like this person He's great. He said all these things. He clearly likes me, wants to be with me, wants to date me. We've had all these great interactions. No, he hit me with you with this like total bullshit, which like reneged on all these things. He said five days ago, run. Yeah. Don't try to change this person. Don't try to lean into it. Don't make a joke about it. Don't pick out the motorcycle or the goldfish he's going to buy. Fuck that person. Yeah, no. And the, th- the funny thing about it was, um, this is kind of like an insider thing. We didn't, I don't know if we ever discussed this. We recorded with Jared Freed uh, shortly after this. And we actually like the audio got all fucked up and we had to record with him again. He was so wonderful that he came back. It was like our old studio messed our audio up. He, we had, he had to come back in. But the first one we talked about this and then we didn't address it for the second one. I read him all those texts and he was like, first of all, everything you said was perfect. And he was like, he was like Thursday and he was like, he referenced that pic. He was like, you posted that pic on Thursday. That was like a TBT bikini pic, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, it was the bikini pic that made him write all that. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, he's like, you know how I feel about Jared. He's my Lord and Savior and everything he says is but right. But it was funny so, that he, like, I don't think that was why. Like, he said a lot of things about, but it could have been that he was like, damn, she looks, I think that's how guys work. He's like, damn, she looks hot. I'm going to confess my love. And then reality hit him. And he was like, I'm just really going through a midlife crisis right now. And I have to, da, 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 and his dick was hard. Him. Yeah. Guys, the moral of the story is post more bikini pics. No, <laughs> thirst trap them to death until they're in prison. The moral of the story is always wear a turtleneck. You don't let this happen. Yeah, then Guys you'll never have a boyfriend. Straight. Are we both wearing army? Uh, yeah, we're both wearing alternative apparel camo. What else look, is new? We look great. <laughs> um, that was so funny. Yeah. It's my favorite text of all time it's that I've so ever good. heard of me. It's because that the text you got on Thursday is a dream text message. I think yeah. every girl in the world is like, I would die to have that text message. It's honest. It's open. It's committal. Yeah, yes. And then he sent the word, the world's shittiest follow up of all time ever. It's like every day for those five, six days, he like made up a new excuse, put them all into one. Text I know and sent them it's to you. insane. But yeah, it was just like, I remember the feeling of that Thursday night and being like, thank, you know, that feeling where you like somebody and they basically tell you, I like you back. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, cloud nine. And then it just like, Then I started to be like, huh, you never know. You never know if someone was drinking at all. You know, that was in the evening. Like I felt like I felt it the next Friday. I was like, oh, I I figured I would hear from him today. No, Saturday, no, Sunday, no, Monday, no. But then I was like, well, fuck him. But I still at least needed that response. And then what I got back was gold. I mean, we've we've been thriving off this for years. I just like, think we talk like, about it a lot. Like we, 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 we drag men like in our daily conversations, like when this shit happens, like we reference them all the time. He's one of our favorites. He's my favorite. <laughs> uh, like he's my favorite text message of all time. And I think maybe a younger me, a less experienced me, me two years ago at the beginning of this podcast would have made a joke about what he said or would have like followed up with some kind of like witty quip. And I think like today I've just learned that there's no point leaning into that. Like that is unacceptable behavior. You don't get to treat me like that. Like I'm just not doing this. Yeah. And they're like, I'm having a midlife crisis. Do you want to help me? What? I want to run as far away as I can from you. Figure your shit out. I want nothing to do with this. What do you hypothesize he thought your reaction was going to be? Do you think that he thought that you would take it lighter? Like, I'm trying to think like Like he he was trying to back out of the seriousness. Maybe or like he thought to himself like, yeah, back out of the seriousness. But like, I'm assuming he wanted some kind of positive reaction from you. Like what person would react positively to that? Like, what did he think your reaction was going to be? I don't know. Like, oh, that's so, he's so witty. He's so broken. I'll fix, Ew, I'll fix right. Because some women are like, oh my God, that was so brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like he, this is a, this is a man that's in his mid thirties. Yeah. Probably teetering even towards closer 40? to the, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, closer to the mid to upper. So I just want to be clear. This wasn't like a 28 year old guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean let's he was obviously too old, too old for me anyway. <laughs> Because he's out of high school. <laughs> I mean, fuck this guy, okay? Fuck all this dumb shit. You can shit buy alcohol. Is. You're not for me. <laughs> Once you can vote, Ashley's out. <laughs> all right. Well, we Gross. beat that one to death. But now you guys know we are going to take a very quick break to talk about our partners that we are so excited about. Then Raina's going to have the floor <laughs> to drag another man. <laughs> okay. First up, I am telling you guys about Rothy's. 
straight up 100% honest endorsement here. I got a new pair last night. She so talks about them every day. I talk about them every day. Loves so, them. um, you know, obviously now we're already on this trip, but I ordered the, you guys know I love the low top sneaker. I ordered like this sand kind of beige color. I'm so excited about them. Also, you wear like a nude shoe. It elongates your leg. Hot tip. So I love them so much. Um, they're, they're crazy comfortable. They're machine washable. They're made out of recycled plastic water bottles. They, Rothy says, quickly grown to a most loved, gotta have them brand. It's no surprise. They have over 1,000 nearly perfect reviews. We love them so much. Um, just to run through a few of the styles. Again, I love the sneaker so much. You guys know I love the camo sneaker and now I have the tan color. There's all kinds of colors if you want like black, navy, pink, prints. There's animal prints. Uh, and then the flats are so great. They have like a rounded toe and a pointy toe. These are so great for work. If you have any sort of office job or you're a teacher or any sort of job where you want to look cute and you need to dress up and dress professionally, but you're on your feet a lot, this there can't be a more perfect shoe. We love the Chelsea too, which is the high top sneaker, which is great for colder weather. Um, and they launch new colors and patterns every few weeks. They sell out constantly. They come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. I know so many people that have brought these, no one's ever returned or exchanged them. And again, like I said, they're machine washable. Every time you need to refresh, you just throw them in the washing machine. Um, I would say one thing, I've gotten a few DMs about it. Um, if you were between sizes, go the size higher on that sneaker. Oh, I, I, I can't speak for any of the other shoes. I, I think, I mean, they have the reviews and stuff on their website, no, but same for that sneaker, like I am a nine or a nine and a half and I wear the nine and a half. Um, and, but I don't wear them with socks. So if I wanted to wear them with a sock, which I don't know that you would, but maybe with the Chelsea, you would, I might even get a 10. So they fit snug. They're yeah. like a, they, they like really hug your foot. So you can check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash GGE. Go to rothys.com slash GGE to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash GGE today. And that link should get you free shipping. So yeah, check it out. Um, I'm so excited. I get to talk about this partner Ugh, this week. I'll let you so jump jealous. in a little, but okay. um, I'm telling you guys about Daily Harvest. Um, Daily Harvest makes it easy to eat more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted foods that can be prepared in five minutes or less. Okay, they have a lot of talking points they want us to hit, but I'm going to go rogue a little bit. <laughs> um, I've known about Daily Harvest for years, but I've never tried it until they were a partner of the show. And basically, you order stuff and it's delivered to you in a box. It's all frozen, but it is unbelievable ingredients. There's tons of varieties. So it is smoothies. It's harvest bowls. Uh, it's snacks. It's really easy to eat on the go. And there's a huge variety of stuff that you guys can, can play with. So it comes in these like frozen cups essentially. And there's smoothies you stick into a blender. As I mentioned, there's harvest bowls. They're fantastic. And they have things like wild rice, tons of vegetables. You can add a protein to it. Ashley made it the other night. She made grilled chicken and avocado with the rice bowl. It looked incredible. Yeah. It literally takes five minutes to make. It's so simple. Everything is so healthy and so good for you. It is literally changed the way that I eat and snack. 100%. And I just, I'm the kind of person who like doesn't really keep a lot of food at my house. So I go to the grocery store like almost every day to cook. And this is just like a ready-made meal. It's frozen. It is so easy to make. They have 65 different options. There's so, so, so much to choose from. And it's a subscription model that you guys can pause at any time. Yeah, so you they'll can, text you. Yeah. It's a Sunday, Sunday, I get that text. Like you need to make your selections by 6 p.m. I got my mom on it. Now we're cheering our favorites. I just got to tell you guys, my favorite smoothie is the mint cacao. If you don't like mint, you're not gonna like it. But my favorite smoothie and my mom's the mint cacao also love the coconut chai and the cauliflower rice pesto bowl and the shiitake grits I had this week. And again, I mixed them with grilled chicken, threw an avocado on the side. That was a night dinner. 
and the snacks that they have, the little, little like bites. coconut chocolate cocoa nib little bites. They're so dense. There's, I mean, if you have like a sweet tooth, one of them will fill yeah, you up. Yeah, one, it's like 80 calories a, a piece it's, or something like that. I can't hype them enough. Also, I mean, I'll also have the, the opal, you throw some milk in it, put it in the freezer. Or oh put yeah, it in the, overnight put it in the, oats. The overnight oats, yes. put it in the fridge for up to six hours. Um, I, I like the apple cinnamon one the best. Just, yeah. I threw almond milk in there. I use almond milk on all the smoothies and stuff. That's my go-to. Yeah, so if you guys don't <laughs> like to cook and you're intimidated by cooking, really just defrost this, put a little broth in it, blend it up, et cetera. If you like to cook, add a protein, add some other vegetables. It could not be easier. It could not be better for you. It really like... I feel better about myself. I know you guys. Stuff. I feel what, great. Hundreds of you guys comment on my abs on that picture the other day. Daily Harvest, Daily Harvest. Body by Daily Harvest. I can't yep. stress enough. My issue was that I never like had food around and I would like make bad choices. And it's just like the food is there. Food is there. It takes five seconds. I can't say enough okay. about it. We got to check stop. it out, guys. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, try it for a week. If you don't like, it, you don't have to keep doing it. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, I think it's phenomenal. Ashley's obsessed with it too. You go to dailyharvest.com. You enter the promo code GGE. You guys will get twenty five dollars off your first box. That is promo code GGE for twenty five dollars off your first box at dailyharvest.com dailyharvest.com all right um, let's drag another man <laughs> no i hate to be out here like i i had to post on our facebook recently like we're not out here like trying to drag people but that means like publicly and that's the thing like i think there's a difference between like outing people saying their names like i try so hard to change cities jobs everything like the last thing i ever want is that somebody knows who this person I really don't want that I really don't even want anybody to even have like an inkling of who this person is and ever DM them or whatever it's never our intention with anybody we talk about really no sometimes it just you're gonna know and that is what it is. Well, I also think that we tell these stories, whatever. First of all, if you don't want me to talk about you, don't fucking do the behavior. But on top of that, I don't, I think that most of these stories are told hopefully with an angle of here's the takeaway. Here's mm-hmm. what I, I mean, a lot of times I think I tell stories. I'm like, here's what I did wrong. And here's what I would have done better. And yeah. I think since day one of the podcast, that's always been my goal. Is 100%. We have never said since day one, we are the foremost experts on dating and relationships. Clearly I'm not, but yes, we are. I think it's just like, here's what I did. Here's what I would have done differently. Here's a funny fucking story and I hope it brightens your day up. But we, I don't know. I mean, I think some people don't care. People that in podcasting or people in radio, whoever are, and I reckless, reckless. And we take so much care. Like I, I told a story one time on my ex and I treaded so carefully. I made it so anonymous that like, if it could be about anybody I've dated, you know, like the Mm -hmm. point is always to, to just to, to use the stories to illustrate a topic and really not have people know who these people are. Right. I, just, I, I can't, I, you know, can't also, it enough. there's no stories we tell I think would ruin anybody's life. The no, story I'm going to tell now is just a funny story. No, of it's course like not. No, I just, I wanted to say that. I mean, it's our two-year anniversary episode. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I want to make yeah. it known. That that's, I, our, that's our goal that's always. Our, we are very thoughtful about the way we talk about people, I think. Yeah. I've heard people on like radio shows and podcasts <laughs> just like straight up drop names and I'm like, you are reckless. Names, first name, second name. Like it's just, whew. the only person I talk about by name is Chris Stefano, and he likes it. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Um, I just thought this is like a funny little anecdote because we never talked about like the whole time frame of what happened with this guy. So that guy that I dated all summer um, who like told me he like wasn't sure about us being together and then like I wrote him... <laughs> Um, six weeks before he basically told me he like felt like this was going nowhere. He wrote me a four page single spaced letter that was like, you're amazing. Let's figure out how to do this. He PDF'd it. It was wild. He attached a PDF. I can't, I can't even, I will never forget it. It was not a long email. It was a PDF document (laughs) attachment. (laughs) Shook. 
I was like, holy shit, am I this good in bed? It was crazy. And this is the, if you guys listen to You're Not the One, I just want to. Yeah, that's who that episode that's was the about. Episode, yeah, um, one of our favorites. But like, yeah, we had spent like a week together, four or five days. And like, he got on the plane and wrote me this email. You and I were sitting at the pool with a bunch of friends. And we were like, I can't believe this. Yeah. And everybody was like, what is happening? I mean, it wasn't crazy. Yeah, it really actually wasn't. I was nervous. Of course I read it. <laughs> um, I was nervous to read it because I was like, thought I get like, you know, I thought it was going to be a little cringy and it wasn't. No, it was really nice. It was it, nice. I it mean, wasn't like, I love you. Like it was, it, that would have been weird. You guys didn't know each other that well, but yeah, but it was still four pages, single space PDF. I was reading the other day. I was like, I can't believe this. Like, cause in preparation for this episode, I don't read it before bed or anything. Um, definitely not. Uh, but <laughs> it was, it was a lot. It was like, I want to make this work. You're like the most special person. You're amazing. I think when you find good people, you hold on to them. All this stuff. I was like, well, this guy's like really into me. I could basically be as crazy as I want to. Um, little did you know? And then <laughs> okay, six weeks later, he was just like, I don't really know like where you think this is going. And I mean, it was an immediate, like we do episodes about like being blindsided. This was when he started saying this stuff, I was speechless. I couldn't even make words come into my yeah. mouth. Cause I was like, this is coming from a person who just sent me this email yeah. six weeks ago. Right. And you guys had seen each other, like, you know, that there was stuff that happened in between those points. Not that, uh, not anything bad, but I'm just saying you guys had seen each other. Yeah, and we stuff spent like time that. together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what I did was oh I God. responded to that email with the breakup email. I, I, it is truly one of the most savage things. It's like one of those things you think you like joke that you're going to do. <laughs> and then she fucking did it. Like, so just to, I want to back up. So the, the, the four page PDF email, you never really responded to that. You guys just talked about it. Like he was basically like, you guys probably texted, you talked to the phone. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I didn't so respond to that email. email. had not been responded to, right. but it was, not, it was not in a bad way. It was acknowledged you guys yeah. were talking on the phone every night. It didn't need to be. He sent you this love letter. You guys probably talked about it more in a different format. So this email had not been responded to. Ever. Ever. Until six weeks later when you sent him a breakup email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. Remember what the subject line of the email was? For Raina. No, it was his, it said his name and Raina. Oh, that's right. So like, it's our love story. And it's you, the start I, and the end of our love story. Fact, when you told me that, I was like, this is the most savage bitch. <laughs> I like high fived you. I didn't know. Like, I was like, right, well, there's already an email chain started between us. So I'm just going to finish it. No. I was doing it to be savage. I was just like, is this weird? I just did it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it just, you know, I feel like girls talk a lot about being blindsided and this like really happens to everybody. Like I look back and like, I wouldn't have done anything differently. Like I wouldn't have changed things. I didn't do anything wrong. This person told me he like had feelings for me, wanted to be with me. I just like acted on the thoughts in that email and acted accordingly. And like, that's on him that he like woke up and was like, I don't want to do this, you know? I don't think I did anything wrong and I wouldn't take anything back. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. I don't think so either. I think that, um, I mean, you know, we, Rain and I know all the details of each other's lives and love lives and everything. And we have our own thoughts on things. I looking back, like not to get too deep with it. I think that you somehow showed him something about himself. Like I, I noticed after you guys like ended your relationship, he went on this big trip to kind of like find himself. Like, I think you inspired him in some way. Like you're older than him, obviously. I think that your level of like success and knowledge about the world and being such a dy dynamic person, I think it probably made him like question some things about himself. And I do feel like sometimes people come into your life that push you in some way and you can't, 
you don't, you're not going to be with them. Like you think you, you think you can, and then you just can't. And a lot of it is because they somehow, I hate to say make you feel inadequate, but like make you question what you're doing with your life. Like I, I noticed throughout the whole, that whole relationship with him was like, all of a sudden it started to be like, he wasn't happy at his job. Oh, he wanted to do this thing. And you were just out here killing it. We were touring, we were traveling, we were doing this thing. And I think like him seeing you live your best life almost made him question his. And it was kind of crazy, the timing of it, how like you guys, he ended this thing with you and then went on a like eat, pray, love trip. That's true. Oh yeah, he did. So I wrote that, that like, I mean the whole, I I just, he's not a bad guy. I really don't have anything bad to say about him, but like his behavior all these things he did were like really kind of nuts. He sent me this like really over the top, crazy, not crazy email, but it's a lot. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And then was like, I don't want to be with you. And then I wrote him like a pretty kind email. Yeah. And I mean, we're laughing about the breakup evil, but it was very kind and complimentary towards him. And it was just like, Hey, I don't think you're the person. And I don't think you think I'm the person. And he responded to me a month later with like another Iliad and the Odyssey. It was like another seven page email about his life and all of his thoughts and feelings. And like at that point, it's like, fuck you. I don't care about your feelings anymore. Your feelings are over and they're canceled. Right. Um, And I responded to that sort of like you responded to that text message, which was just like, have a good life. Yeah, have a good life. Like not, and you know, not those words. It's I wrote. An enjoy, I wrote. Say. Enjoy your trip. Uh, yeah. I said water under the bridge. Enjoy your trip. Exactly. And yeah. that was that. And I like. I'm proud that I didn't take the bait. And I'm proud. That we've talked about this in at the breakup boot camp episode. How I like took a beat. I took a couple days before mm-hmm. I responded because my initial response was sympathy and kindness. My second response was like blind rage, and my my final response was like. Ugh. I don't care about that. Let's just let this go. So, you know, I think anybody can get blindsided. And I I think that it's important to lean into things that make you happy and just try to see where they go. And he communicated to me that he wanted to be with me. There's nothing wrong with me for being like, okay, he probably does. Yeah. Um, So that, yeah, it was a funny experience. But I just think some people like, I think especially some women, some like strong, powerful women, like... I've seen this happen before. I've I've experienced it and I've seen it happen with other girlfriends I feel like that are similar to me and you and like you meet this guy and he's so like enthralled and inspired by you at first and that's where like a lot of this like love letter type stuff comes from and he's like, oh my God, you know, you make me feel all these things and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's a lot. It's when you're older too. You know, I, I date younger guys. This guy was younger than you and um, it happens when you're in your 30s and then it just kind of like goes south and then you all of a sudden they're like in Asia. <laughs> you know, like trying to find themselves. It's just like, it's I pushed him to Southeast Asia. It's kind of, it, I've seen it happen. And I, I think also at the end of the day, you, you end up thanking those people for like pushing you to kind of dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get you deeper. I don't it. want to thank me, but um, I also think about like, we get this question a lot and I want to do like a full episode or at least a deeper dive on it. And we get this, this question from women, like can men date women that are really killing it? Do men want women that are better than them that make, not that I'm better than him, but I'm more professionally more successful. successful. I make more money than him. I'm also a lot older than him. So it, I'm, I don't know, quite a bit older than him. So I, like men, women are like, are men intimidated by my success? Are men intimidated by how much money? I just think it, every man is different. It depends on what they were doing with their lives. Uh, there's plenty of 28 year old men that would be perfectly happy to date somebody that was way more successful than them and made more money. And there's others that wouldn't be. And mm-hmm. I don't think that, I mean, I'm not going to change. You know, I don't know that men are intimidated by success. Some are, some aren't. Yeah, it's and it can even be something we dive deeper into on in a different episode. I think it's every situation is different. Yeah. Every person is different. Every 
there's a lot of different factors there. Was the woman already wildly successful before? Like, did they both enter into this knowing? Did she shoot ahead in their relationship? Did they start on equal ground? That can be a recipe for disaster. There's all kinds of things. I mean, it's I, I, I don't really subscribe to this, like, men are intimidated. Sometimes I think they just don't like you. And I say that in terms of my own self. Like, yeah. this guy just doesn't like me. So I, I think there's a, a layer to it. But I think in some ways, men can feel... it's it's Intimidate isn't the word I, I would use, but almost like... Turned off? Not turned off, like, inadequate. And that you make them feel inadequate without meaning to. Mm-hmm. I've had relationships like that. I know that I made men feel that way. Yeah. And they weren't my person, but, um, and I've changed a lot as well in the way I communicate and, and whatnot, but it happens and it's just not your person. Yeah. I mean, look, every man is going to, every partner is going to react differently to their partner's success. Like you said, age has a big deal to do with it. Like if you're very close in age to a person and you're more successful and you started off on, on equal footing, I can see that making anybody feel bad, whether you're a man or a woman. Some men react to it in a really positive way and it inspires them and it makes them want to be better and they want your input and your advice mm-hmm. and they're excited to take the stuff you have to say and input it and implement it into their lives and others go to Southeast Asia for a month (laughs) and write you back a month later. Okay. We got to take our second (laughs) break to talk about our other partners and we will come back. We each have another story to share. I am going to tell you guys about Ritual. Ritual, it's the vitamins that Rain and I both take. We take the essential for women, two pills daily, all the nutrients that women need. Not only have they obsessively researched each nutrient in their visionary women's multivitamin, carefully choosing forms that are absorbable by the body, but they've also tested their formula. Science-backed isn't just a buzzword for them. It is the standard. So there's no mystery additives. You can obsessively look at the label and you won't see anything that you don't recognize, any sort of shady extras or synthetic fillers or anything. We love them. They're like a minty pop of flavor when you put them in your mouth. There's no weird like fishy aftertaste. They're cute. They're these little gold vitamins. So easy just to make this simple daily change to to get healthier. Ritual's clinical study of Essential for Women showed an increase in vitamin D levels and omega-3 DHA levels. And their delayed release, no nausea design capsule is made to be gentle on an empty stomach. So we can't say enough good things. I, I don't know a better vitamin out there really that you could that you could take and get the nutrients that you might be missing from your diet. So daily changes can lead to big results. So start small today. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash GGE to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash GGE today. And I love that link because you go to it and I think it says, hello, girls got to eat listeners. It's very cute. Oh, it's very cute. So definitely go to that link and do something nice for your body. Yeah. Um, and we're going to help you guys do something nice for your wardrobe. Thanks to The Real Real for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. The Real Real is an online and brick and mortar marketplace for authenticated luxury consignment of clothes, fine jewelry, watches, fine art, and home decor. So I'm going to talk about some different talking points that they have, but um, I like having some nicer pieces in my wardrobe. And I think it's really scary sometimes to go on other resale websites because you don't know if it's authenticated. I've heard horror stories. You read them online all the time. Like I bought this Gucci sweatshirt from China. It never came or it came three months later. And I just think that it's a lot of money to put down for something that's not authenticated. So um, on the Real Real, you guys will find items up to 90% off retail prices. It's all the top brands. They have Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Rolex, Cartier. They're the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment. You can shop and consign men's and women's luxury fashion. They have jewelry, they have watches, they have art and home decor. So it's not just clothing. Um, And then every single day there's new arrivals. There's lots of different stuff that you guys can try and play with. 
Um, every item undergoes a rigorous authentication process. I cannot stress this enough, like how much I do not trust other websites that do this kind of stuff. It is really important. This stuff is authenticated because your guys are spending a lot of money on it. Um, you can also visit one of their stores. If you want to go to a brick and mortar, they have a location in West Hollywood where we just stayed in LA as well as two in New York city in Manhattan and the original store in Soho. Um, plus the newest location at 870 Madison Avenue. You guys can shop luxury in a sustainable way. Um, so check it out. Buy yourself something cool. Buy gifts for other people. I think it's a really easy website to use. Browsing is simple. I found a ton of stuff I like. I just got a Gucci sweatshirt that I love from the website. Uh, it's, again, like I said, super easy to use. And we're giving you guys a discount as always. So you can go to their website, their app, their retail store, and sign up for an account. You can receive $25 off your first purchase within one week. Additionally, get 20% off selected items, either online or in stores. You guys can go to therealreal.com and use the promo code REAL. That's $25 off when you sign up and an extra 20 off selected items with the code real at therealreal.com or by visiting their retail stores. And again, um, real is R-E-A-L, just spelled the normal way. So um, guys, check it out. Get something cool for your house and your wardrobe. All right. Yeah. Story number three. Drag, drag another dude number three. I'm liking this. Um, all right. I have talked about this guy on a, in a few different episodes maybe or maybe just one I don't know um the the backstory is that I met this guy on the road and so he doesn't live in New York um you know when we 2019 was all about us like meeting fucking guys in the road anyway so I met this guy on the road super hot I was into him we were communicating um you know daily texting and things like that and I think I, I can't remember what episode I mentioned this on but basically I felt like the communication started to taper off and then I uh, said something about it. And then he kind of, then it felt like we had a misunderstanding. He was like, I kind of felt like you weren't into it anymore or whatever. And then we had this clear the air moment and then we started talking again. And then he basically kind of started to get weird again. And then I just ended it. Like, I was like, Oh, this, I, you know, this is a pattern with you. I, I don't want, I, I think he's got some issues. Like I just don't want to deal with, I know he does. I just started to feel like I, this guy has a lot going on and I'm, I'm not really here for it. But. I mean, he was like all in every minute, yeah. Snapchats, FaceTime. I don't know if anybody uses Snapchat, but whatever. Instagram, it was, yeah, like all, sexy pics. A pics, lot of yeah. stuff. And then like just left you on red, stopped talking to yeah. you. Yeah. And then, and then I've like kind of put him on blast and he was yeah. like, oh, I've just had a really tough week. I'm like, okay, too tough. But you're like on Instagram stories all week. I get it. Um, I mean, everybody has their own shit going on, but I just did, I realized that was a pattern. I wasn't going to, I gave, you know, it was kind of like fool me once. Like I did give him the benefit of the doubt the first time. But in this whole mix was at the point where we were talking almost daily. This was last spring. We were in Miami. So this was around April. April. Oh my God. All these things happened to me for April. What a month. Um, so this, the first story that we told was April, 2018. This is April, 2019. He invited me to a wedding with him in another country an international like Caribbean wedding. Like a romantic beach vacation yeah. for a wedding. Actually, I, he actually didn't have a plus one to the wedding, which is something I wouldn't recommend if you have a destination wedding, but live your truth. Um, But he was going to be there for like a while. And he was like, you can come. Maybe the wedding was even like a weekday or it was like on Thursday or Friday. He was like, you should come after. I'm going to stay for like another week and you should hang out. You can stay with me in my like villa, whatever. And I was considering you it. You were on kayak. You were looking. I, oh, I was looking. Yeah. No, no. I, I was 
I'm just so grateful that we, I was not able to go because of our show. Our shows at the Bell House were like May 1st or something. Uh-huh. And you wouldn't and, have gotten back to like three o'clock. I, I would have gotten back day. the day of the show. I had to go through customs. Like there was no way. Raina was like, do it, girl. Live, like do go do this. The I'm flights, amazing. it wasn't the money. It wasn't so much the money, but the money was bad. Like there was no direct flights. The flight would have been 1500 bucks. Like I was like, this is a lot. And just in, in case I would get delayed, it would fuck up our Two hours, yeah. So I just couldn't swing it. Like I just, I tried. I, we, he and I were going back and forth. I really did try. I was like kind of picturing going on this like sexy vacay with this guy, whatever. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't go. And then once maybe a week or two later, that's when I just, he got weird and I just kind of called it quits with him and then never looked back. And then we start, Rain and I started to deep dive. I noticed because I'm I just live for this shit like just I love to be like a sleuth I noticed him and this girl kind of communicating on Instagram then I was like I bet he's dating that girl I could just tell you know you can just tell well, you she was tell commenting the, on every post, the emojis it was stuff. cute so yeah. I was like I think he's dating this girl we pull up her Instagram we're like looking at them and then we start to realize that she went on the trip. Okay. I realized it, not you. Okay. And sorry, I just want to go. I just want to like give myself credit for like what an amazing like snoop I am because we saw that he had geotagged this like random beach in the middle of nowhere. Some like out, some like cove of the hotel. And I saw that she posted a photo and ta- geotagged the same random little beach. And yeah. I was like, they're together. And then I started deep dive because Raina, Raina just got very invested in this girl's Instagram because She's kind of like a life coach type person. I'm still checking on her. These really flowery, crazy woo 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 captions, which is fine. Again, live your truth, not our brand. And so we just couldn't, we just like liked looking at them. And I was like, okay, something happened. Cause when she came back from the trip, it was the, the posts were like a little somber and they had never posted anything together. Ever. So two, well, two days later, she started posting stuff about what did it say? It was like forgiving yourself and yeah. like leaning into good experiences and then forgiving yourself when they don't go well. Yes. I was like, this yes. is a play by play. She went on that trip. She went on your trip. She went on my trip. <laughs> but the thing, the the thing that like Rain, okay, so Raina caught it. She noticed they had basically posted the same photo of themselves on like the same balcony, yeah. but not together. Then I dug deeper and <laughs> This is one of my favorite things to date. He had done an Instagram story that he panned like the villa. And then when it got to the, she was nowhere in it, obviously. But when it came around to the lounge chair, there was a woman's like beach cover up on it. He ended it. He ended the Instagram story right as it got to the cover up. But you, women, I could tell that was a ladies cover up. I I held that, my thumb down, (laughs) screenshotted it, zoomed in. I was like, that's a girl's cover up. Like the way that they were trying the, like, I wonder how he pitched that to her that she couldn't post about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause like, you know, I was looking. Yeah, like I'm pretty positive just by the vibes that we were getting via Instagram that she would have gladly posted them together. And he probably, he clearly told her like, you were the second choice for this. Or maybe I was the second choice. Maybe she was like the fourth choice. No, just to be clear, there was no time in between you and this girl. No, I None. mean, you were thinking about going on this trip like a week before no, you were going to go on the trip. This is all April. Like I remember our April was, early April was Miami. Right. And then mid-April was Philly. That was when I realized this girl happened. And then end of April was this wedding. I mean, this was all in like days. I mean, this, I'm just saying like, he didn't have time to meet another girl and like invite another girl on the show. He just like cast a wide net. He's like, whichever one of you is dumb enough to fall for this. (laughs) 
And then what, like broke up with her the day after the trip? I mean, it, it happened quick. Like she was posting that like heartbreak post. I mean, a week the, post trip. A three week days. was the day after the I trip. Know. And then then we just got so obsessed. We're, and then he wasn't, he didn't like any of her photos uh-huh. from the trip. <laughs> He liked every one of her photos, what? every one of her fitness photos. What? If he, he didn't like one trip photo. That guy sucks so oh, much. So, yeah. You know, he was like telling her how like inspirational and brave she was for all of her seven page Instagram. And then, and then Rain and I just started to be on her team. And we were like, poor girl. She's, she's trying to start a business. She probably paid for this flight. It's like, I know how much that flight was. And she doesn't have this kind of money. And she, she thought this was going to be love. And she thought she was going to be spontaneous and then get outside of her comfort zone and she got dumped we were like so on her side i'm on her team 100 percent. i checked out i still check up on her <laughs> she was in my top five <laughs> oh. that guy is the worst yeah that guy just like i don't even know but he's like you know we talk about this with some people he is like a self-loathing type of person you know like he's got enough going on that i'm not He's not in a good place. No. I, the thing that I like about you, that I admire about you, and I mean, I think that I am sort of like this, but not nearly as much as you, is you identify a behavior and immediately you're like, I'm not doing this. Like, I at least entertain it for a little while. Yeah. I like, my mom's very much like you are too. My mom's like, why would you ever talk to this person again? And I'm just like, I'm soft. And like, I... I like that you just like you see what's going to happen and you walk away from it. And you don't entertain it anymore. And I don't think you're mad about it or heartbroken. I think you're just like... I mean, it's like the saying where it says like when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Like just they, he did it and you weren't like going to get mad at him or yell at him or talk to him about it. like, what would the point of that been? Right. Well, it, this also came with age and we, this was, this goes back to, you want to listen to last week's bonus episode. Like this is just, you live and learn like mm-hmm. this. I wasn't like this at 27 or whatever. You know, I, I just see the writing on the wall because I've been through it all. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the first time a guy gives you those excuses, hopefully ladies, if you listen to this podcast, you know, but like, you know, that the first time that happens to you, you're 24 or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, like you said, like we said, like, oh my God, he's so brave. He's opening up to me. I can work with this. And like you get to a certain age and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. And I don't want a part of this. Like, I think it's you, it's like a true live and learn. Except for you, I guess. Yeah, except for this next story. (laughs) Oh my God, no. This is like not as funny as the other shows. I was like, should we even tell this? It's fine. I mean, I think I learned some good lessons from it. And I I do like take, because I like cared about this person so much, it did stick with me harder than other people. It wasn't such like a flippant, I don't care thing. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we were talking about this before. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I like, I, it's, it's, it's the depth with which you know somebody. And a lot of this too, like the guy, both of my stories have been with guys that we had not been intimate. You know, we hadn't spent a lot of FaceTime together. And so it's way easier to be done with, you know, like, right. especially you sleep with somebody, it's way harder to cut somebody off for bad behavior. And like this next story, you guys did not sleep together, but you spent a whole lot more time together. You knew him on a whole more personal level. Like it really is the depth of the relationship, how easy you're able to be like, oh, okay, bye. 
Well, yeah, I think the longer you're with somebody, the more you're like, well, I understand them on this deeper level. And it's like, well, they understand me on a deeper level. What's wrong with me that they know me on this deep level and still don't want to be with me. And I think that that's like hurtful and upsetting and harder to walk away from. The thing that's so interesting to me is like with these, all these relationships, all these bad relationships, like why do we accept so little from men? We accept things that like we wouldn't accept from our parents and our friends and our loved ones. Like why are we out here? I know you don't. <laughs> like why are we out here accepting so little? And I let this guy just like really do the absolute least. So yeah, this lasted like a year and a half. <laughs> met him like towards the beginning of the podcast and I like met him and I was like oh this is like my person mm-hmm. um it is so embarrassing I'm not gonna get into how I met him because it'll sort of give away who, who he is but um I got on, a, on the phone call with him that was the first like interaction we ever had and I was like on the phone I was mm-hmm. like oh wow yeah. like fuck and then he just like fucked with me for months like remember he like made all those plans with me and then mm-hmm. like would cancel last minute or would like always make plans with me when he knew I was out of town and things like that and I just like wrote it off I was like all right I'm done with this we stopped talking and I just I never thought about it again and like I let it go and then he was kind of he's like kind of transient like he there's points where he wasn't even here, you right. know. But then he came back and then he really started fucking with me. Yeah, last that December. was brutal. Cause I, th- I thought he was fucking gone for good. It was brutal for you, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, for every, for, like, I just, of course, it was brutal for you. You lived it, but I was just like, God damn it. Um, he like w- hung out with me a lot for like weeks, like six weeks. And then all of a sudden was like, I'm moving. I'm like leaving New York. And we spent this like great night together. The last night he was in town or we like went out to this event. We went to dinner. We went to this mm-hmm. bar. We were up oh, all yeah. night long. It was like this great send off. We were still talking every day. Once he left, he was like traveling all over. I never heard one word about the girl that he was dating the entire time. Not mm-hmm. one word this whole time, which I came to find out in June because he came back to New York and he kept hitting me up to hang out, hang out, hang out. I was dating somebody when he came back and it wasn't until I mentioned that I was dating somebody that he brought it up. And I hate this behavior that men do. And I see it a lot, especially in New York where like, they just won't mention it. Mm -hmm. They just don't bring it. They don't sleep with you. But then like, you're sort of like, well, why? They appear to be single. Yeah. That's the, that's the behavior. We mentioned it before. I forget which episode, but it's like, are you trying to appear to be single? Is your person that you're seeing absent from your social media do you leave them out of conversations where you should bring them up where they were involved like it's that Mm -hmm. meme that's like it's not like is there anybody else that would be upset about the dynamic between us it has the right anyone under the impression that you're dating (laughs) yeah that is so funny that is what it is um and when he got back he again sort of like mentioned that he was like seeing somebody but not how serious it was and then like proceeded to like call me every day want to hang out with me every day every morning wanted to like go on a walk get a coffee and I was like what is going on here like I was like so crazy about him and I think he knew that and like I've never really felt taken advantage of professionally by a guy like that they were like using me for something Mm -hmm. but like that now that I have like in hindsight is what it was he like wanted me to work on projects with him and he pitched me on a couple projects and like he was like, he, I think he like preyed on the fact that he knew that like I had these feelings for him, like really, really deep feelings for him. I never told him, but like, I think it's, you know, I think it's, I think men know yeah, it's like sure. obvious. And like, I really felt like this is like my person. And this is like, I mean, it was like a really devastating, like heartbreak for me. Cause I was like so crazy and I'd let him go. And then he like came back into my life yeah. and I realized like this person's using me for professional advancement. Well, I mean, I think he liked you and spent time with you. I don't want to like, you know, like it wasn't like, I don't think that the day to day was like, I'm going to, 
you you know, I know Raina likes me and I don't have any interest in her and I don't think she's hot and I'm just going to see if I can get her to further my career. I think he probably was attracted to you, probably loved hanging out with you and spending time with you, but he had a girlfriend and he was like being manipulative and wanting to like get something from you. Yeah. And I think, I think his, his ultimate goal was to get something out of you. I do too. And I do think he enjoyed our interactions. There's no way he couldn't have. But that was like, like the it perk. Was, yeah. It was wonderful being together and like, I don't regret enjoying it, but like I sort of do because I look back and I'm like, this person was like taking walks with me every morning and getting coffee and going to events and like being silly and cute and fun and talking to me all the time. And like, I will say like, just, I mean, like God forbid his girlfriend, whatever this is, he never crossed the line. He didn't do anything wrong. I on like in a court of law. Mm-hmm. It's just not how I would want my man act to uh, act. No. If I took a shower, walked out the door to my job and my man sat down, texted another girl, went for a walk with mm-hmm. her, I, I would be furious. Right. And he never came on to me, never did anything wrong. But like when he came back to New York that night that like I, mean, I told him I was dating somebody else, we were like laying on my couch. That's what I'm saying. Like drinking. Yeah. Like it's just, oh my God. Like if that was my boyfriend, I would rather you get drunk and fuck somebody in a bachelor party than be in another woman's home on her couch, having these special moments, laughing, having wine. It's so much more intimate. Like mm-hmm. you guys said intimate, intimate moments. Yeah. And without kissing and stuff like that, like yes. whatever. Like, but it was emotional cheating at its like highest form. Absolutely. Whatever and, his intention was. And I think that like guys do this a lot where like they're, we use this term a lot, like in a court of law, they didn't do anything wrong. Like you run the receipts, I guess they didn't do anything wrong, but it's like, I wouldn't want my man behaving like this. And you did appear to be single. You did not mention that this person had been a part of your life for like a year at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's like duplicitous and it's not fair. And towards the end of us hanging out, he was pretty clear that they were in a more serious relationship, but still was spending every day with me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think he like pitched me on a couple of business ventures and I like didn't lean into it and I never heard from him again. So crazy. And I like kept convincing you to give him a chance and my other friends to give him a chance. And I just like really believed in this relationship so much. And he's like the, I mean, it's like vulnerable, but I don't care. I don't feel like sad or pathetic for saying this. Like it's one of the only people I've met in so many years that I was like, this could be my person. I really like him. He's fun. He gets me. I can mm-hmm. be vulnerable around him. I feel very much like in sync with this person and to be like lied to and manipulated like that. And then to turn down a business proposal and never hear from this the person again, sick. like I don't feel ashamed. I think you should lean into things that make you feel happy. I, looking back, probably should not have spent so much time with somebody once it was clear that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Um, even though, like, I knew that I wasn't going to cross the line, but, like, it's still not good. Right. I don't know. So I, I don't know what the lesson is here. Like, I'd like there to be a takeaway and a lesson. I don't know what it is. I mean, I just had to, like, eat my pride and decide that, like, that was what it was and that wasn't my person. And, like, I mean, it's kind of we joked about this before with this guy it is the fool me once thing you know what I mean like he Mm -hmm. showed you who he was early on like I think you just you you know you and I both say it's hard to find people we really connect with and really have the banter with and people that really seem to understand us and what we do and who we are and all these things and so I think that you just let that get the best of you but like he showed you who he was early on all the like fake plans and like the inconsistencies and just the way he lives his life. It was like, this guy was never going to settle down. You know, mm-hmm. like it, 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 you knew all of this. You just went against your better judgment. And I think the takeaway is listen to, you know, don't stand for this stuff, you know? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's like, if you do just prepare that you might get hurt. Yeah. Like you won't, I don't think you'll do this again. No. And you I just think kind that- of had to like learn the lesson 
on your own through your own experience. I think there's a line between letting people be who they are and come to the conclusion themselves. Not every person that you meet has to want to date you today. And just because you have a certain type of feeling doesn't mean they have to match the intensity of it. Some people can meet you halfway at some point, but I think you're right. Like I think the lesson is like if day one, they communicate to you that they aren't going to meet you halfway and they are doing all this shit to fuck with you. Then like you are entitled to like protect your heart and step back and be like, well, you can let them fight for it if they want to. Yeah. But like I should have taken myself out of that. Yeah, don't give them before. any more of your energy. And it doesn't matter how much I like truly believed we were supposed to be together. And this is like my person. It's great. I, he didn't believe that I was his person. And I I shouldn't have let him do what he did because ultimately he was just like using me while going home to this girl at the end right. of the night. Yeah. Like I got to be his like emotional sounding board and listen to him talk about all this stuff. And then somebody else gets his time and his dick and his money. Right. Well, he doesn't make money, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'll I'll be more careful. And I think that like, you know, I, everybody can have all the dating experience in the world. And when it comes to yourself, it's hard to take advice and you can give the best advice to other people in the world. It's still hard to take your own advice and eat your own dog food. And um, I will hopefully be better in the future and change the behavior. And it was a bummer, but I think it's important to like be open and vulnerable and talk about this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I mean, you know, I think that there's some parallels between the stories we've told where I am quicker to just like be like, no, this behavior is an indicator of who you are and I'm not going to enter in this any further. Because I mean, I didn't spend the amount of time with those guys that I mentioned, like you spent with this guy, but I liked them a lot. I, I was like, oh, they get me. We have this thing, you know? And it was just like, I think you give people, you know, you give them that one chance and then, but the fact that they, then they do the exact same thing. You've got to walk away. Right. I think I just should have like, you know when I probably should have walked away? Cause he came back to New York and like, I thought like, okay, we're like on a path. And he just told me like, I'm leaving one day. And when yeah. I had this like whole night out with me, which like I thought was so great. And then like he left Yeah, and that should have been, been it. it. So yeah. I think, you know, you live and you learn. I'm not going to beat myself yeah, up like over that, it. To me, like, that would have been it for me. You know what I mean? And that was what I hoped was it for you. And unfortunately it wasn't. And you live and learn. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that honestly, like when we talk about people, nobody would ever know who they are. And I think that's great. And I would never, ever want this to get back to his girlfriend. Nothing happens with us. That's never the goal. That's never the goal. So, um, the goal is just to tell you guys the mistakes we made and the decisions we made after them. And, and hopefully you learn something from it. All right. That concludes the storytelling portion of the (laughs) two year anniversary episode. What we want to do is do some hall of famer emails from the live show. So the live shows have evolved so much and we do a lot more crowd participation and we used to just do a lot more of listener email submissions of some of our favorite emails and talk about them in the shows. We don't do that as much anymore and the shows have really gotten a lot better. They're a lot lot more fun. Not that these weren't fun, but bottom line, we're just not using these anymore. So, and we've done them at a lot of shows. If you've been to the shows, you probably have heard these, um, but I'm sure you'll be happy to hear them again because they're they're that good. Yeah, we're retiring them completely. We're never using them again, but we hate to not use them. So if you submitted these, thank you guys so much. If you if you're one of the OG came to the live shows in the beginning, I love when people tell me they came to our first Caroline show. Mm-hmm. And I love that we have so many friends that have seen it evolve. And um, I love that now we're doing more crowd work with people in the room. So we've retired these emails, but they're too good to not share with you guys. So for our two year <laughs> anniversary, we are going to share these emails with you. And hopefully you guys get a good laugh. And thank you for submitting that. And they all, most of them fall into a category of our OG games. So is this weird? Psycho power move that took a turn. 
Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I do. It's my favorite email of all time ever. Oh I'm God. obsessed with it. I read this at our very first live show at Caroline's. It makes me laugh so hard. We got this email. We were in Chicago. You and me and Jeremy Jacobowitz were in a cab together. It was <laughs> the funniest shit ever. Okay. <laughs> I know it's like we remember the moment when it came through. I, I literally, we were on our way to a hotel for Lollapalooza? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's an, is this weird? Is this weird? I met a couple of months ago. I met the most amazing man. I'm misreading this. <laughs> fell, <laughs> fell hard for him and have been having the, in all caps, most amazing sex. And I could really see a future with him. However, I had a moment's pause the other day. Side note, he is 35. Just so you guys are aware of how old he is. So with that in mind, I was at his place recently and the guest bedroom door was open, which it usually isn't. So I peeked inside. To my surprise, he had an entire Lego village <laughs> complete with a Lego airport taking up the floor space of the entire room. I nonchalantly asked him, so I see you like Legos, huh? To which he simply replied, yeah, it's a hobby of mine. This guy was literally the entire package and a box of Legos. I don't know. Is this weird? Much love. Lego lovers anonymous. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. I, first of all, I was like, what's going to happen? And we like told these jokes, the live shows, but, um, I literally read this email. We live in New York city. All I hear is second bedroom. Right. You have a, you have a two bedroom apartment. Right. And then uh, this is stuff. These are jokes from the live shows. Right. I mean, whatever they're, they're the bits that we do, but we would talk about that. And then I would be like, you have a room for your toys. Like how rich you, are you? How rich are you? You have a toy room. <laughs> And then we would, we were saying that this guy has hobbies. He's good with his hands. He's an engineer. Yeah, he's an engineer. <laughs> and then I would be like, I love the word like doing this. I would be like, yeah, but Raina, what if you like peeked in the room one day and he's like sitting there with his pilot hat on and he's like, <laughs> the, air, the Lego airplane in the air. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning our descent into Chicago O'Hare International <laughs> Airport. The local time is 3.27 p.m. Temperature is 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Like we were so, we're dying over because I actually like my little, my cousin's little kids have that Lego airport and it's like $200. Legos are a fortune, first of all. Second of all, I'm obsessed with role play. So this would turn me on <laughs> tremendously. This guy has, I mean, it's not, it's not a room full of meth. It's not his like crack lab. This is a dream. I love this guy. This is hysterical. Um, and we asked, is this weird? I mean, it's, it's like a nerd hobby, but like to me, this guy like sounds pretty successful to be honest. I know he has a rich person hobby and a second bedroom. I love so it. I say go for it. And I found this guy on hinge not too long ago. Did I ever send you this? It says the dorkiest thing about me is that was the prompt. The dorkiest thing about me is I occasionally build large Lego sets because I find it relaxing and meditative and slightly nostalgic. I love hey, it. You found him. I know I found him. He's here in New York guys. I don't, his name's, Durush, Durish. Look, I don't care about this. I love it. I think it's fine. It's, I mean, it's like worse hobbies. Yeah, it's just, it's if you're like if you're still living like you're a child, and there's other things that are fucking weird. But other than this, no. The 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 consensus is that we don't think this is weird. Uh, okay, this is one of my favorite ones of all time. This was a psycho or power move that we did this at a ton of shows. It was it was truly one of our favorites. Um, okay, she writes psycho or power move. Recently started listening to your podcast, and I'm curious psycho or power move. I was out at our college campus bars and was supposed to be meeting up with this guy 
guy I had been seeing for months. I didn't see him, but ran into his sister and she ends up asking me to go to his place with her since he already went home. I'm like, sure, let's go. We show up and he's with another girl there. Huge fight blah, blah, blah. And he asks me and his sister to leave. So we do. And we go to this after party, fast forward many drinks later. And I find myself hooking up with his sister. (laughs) I can't, I miss reading this at the shows. Okay. Disclaimer, never been with a woman before or even thought I could. Now I'm like, okay, really though? Was I being psycho? I'm going to say what Andrew Collins said. It's a psychotic power move. Yes. It's so good. It is so good. I love it that like this girl was just like, fuck it. I'm going to fuck the person that is the, what piss you off the most in the world. It's so great. I'm fuck your sibling. Yeah. What if they started dating? I just, can we reuse jokes we used to the show? Yeah. My joke about this, in case you care, was that it'd be so funny if like she started dating a sister and she brought her home for Thanksgiving <laughs> and the grandmother's all confused and she's like, I thought you used to date John and now you're with Jessica. And she's like, yeah, grandma, Jessica eats better pussy. <laughs> I like this girl's like, I'm getting cheated on. I'm just going to ruin their family Christmas for the rest of time. Yeah. I just love this girl so much. And she pushed herself outside of her comfort zone. Good for her. Good for her. Um, this next email, we met this girl in Austin. Yes. Um, she came to the show. Uh, this took a turn. I had been dating this guy for a couple weeks. One night we went out, had several drinks, and I passed out super early when we got back to his place. However, I woke up a couple hours later to him sitting on the couch, sharpening a butcher knife (laughs) (laughs) with about 40 to 50 more knives in every shape and size, all lined up on the coffee table and the floor. I fucking lost it. I started hysterically crying and tried running for the door. Mind you, I am butt naked. She's also like six feet tall. I know. I wanted to say that. We met her. She's like much taller than me. Tall girl. Um, He beat me to it and blocked my attempt to leave. So I started throwing myself against the door, screaming for help. After about 30 seconds of this, he was finally able to calm me down long enough to tell me he works for Cutco (laughs) as a side job. He was just taking inventory because he was bored. Then if it hadn't already taken a turn, he proceeds to make it up to me in the bedroom where I had the best orgasms of my life, plural, like several of them. Guess the thought of being chopped into a million pieces turned me on. Uh, He murdered that pussy. Yeah, she was so great. I love murder so much. If this happened to me, I would be like shaking from terror. That is terrifying and it's so funny to meet her and like picture her like six feet tall ass like up like naked like trying to tall girl trying to break free (laughs) yeah she's fine she's covered in knife wounds but she's she's fine (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i would stay it would really frighten me what were we joking about this guy we were like he sounds great he's a side hustle side job he's probably got some great benefits he works really hard he's a job and a second job okay um i'm gonna do this this took a turn I'm going to take deep breaths to do this one. This was a favorite one. We used to end the show with this sometimes. Um, She writes, this took a turn. I saw that you were looking for conversations that took a turn and thought this might qualify. Here's the opening convo with a guy on Bumble who was super hot. Almost suspiciously hot. (laughs) Please see message thread and the attached thirst trap photo for reference. He was hot. He looked a little douchey, but he he was a hot dude. Okay. She writes to him. She says, her opener, because again, I'm Bumble. I was trying to think of a witty opener, but I'm too busy trying to figure out what the tattoo in your thirst trap pick says. Silly face, tongue out emoji. He writes, text number one, you are really attractive. 
She never responds to that. She never responds to any of these. Text two, love your eyes and your smile. And good Lord, you have a major case of hot face. Red cheek emoji, silly face emoji. Text three, you look like you may have some curves, which I love too. Teeth grit emoji, silly face emoji. Text four, thirst trap was witty for me. Never heard of it. Hilarious. Three cry laughing emojis. Text five, it blows my mind. People think I'm so good looking. Text six, especially all these matches I get laughing emoji. Text seven, I just swiped for the first time in forever yesterday morning since last summer, actually, LOL. I got seven or three matches and it overwhelmed me. The whole swiping thing really did too. So I didn't really read anyone's profiles. I'm just swiping based on looks and pretty fast. Now I'm trying to weed out as many as possible from the 41 that have texted me so far. Laughing emoji. Text eight. You look like you are fun and happy. I like that. Text nine. And if I was a chick and you were the dude and you sent me a dick pic, I would totally say let's fuck. Text 10. LOL. Okay. That sounded really weird. Text 11. I take it back. Text 12. Good morning. What the fuck? <laughs> the best is it ends with good morning. Like he went so hard and he was like, you still there? He's like, I got to reel this back in. Buzz buzz. I love that they're all separate texts too. Like each one of these is a separate thought. He's like, I got to send it. I got to send it. I got to send it. This guy is wild. It's like a bot almost. Oh, out of breath. Yeah. And we saw these screenshots. She didn't make it up. No, they're real. Um, all of these are real. Um, Sadly. All right. Well, those are four favorites. Maybe we'll do this again. Because now we have some funny ones from all of the shows and from local people in the shows. Um, all right. I like this. I liked wrapping up the last two years, all the live show emails. I'm very excited with where we are romantically. You've yeah. got to get ready for a date. I do have to get ready for a date. Um, I have a date with a woman. <laughs> And then what? maybe I'll call my neighbor. Oh, who? She'll get the late shift. Emily. Emily's coming over. Oh, yeah. But then you got to go see your neighbor. <laughs> well, it's Valentine's Day. Can you believe we're both in a relationship? <laughs> He's going to listen to this and be so horrified. He's like, no, we are he not. He doesn't know podcasts are. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, guys, we will see you in Australia this week. It's all happening. It's Thank you for happening. coming out to San Diego and LA. Get tickets to all of our other shows that there's still tickets left. Again, really limited tickets in every of those cities that we mentioned, if there are even any still available. Girlsgotteatpodcast.com. I literally don't care. Shows.com. Stupidliveshows.com still works. Have your pick. Um, and Girls Gotta Eat Podcast on Instagram. Reina.Greenberg on Instagram. Ash Hess on Instagram. Girls underscore gotta eat on Twitter. Subscribe rate review hit us with five stars if you enjoy this episode and thank you for being with us for two years yeah we love you guys really thank you for everything for the live shows for the tweets the messages the dms even though we tell you not to and the emails we love each other and we love you guys thank you for being a part of our girls gotta eat family we'll see you next week have a good week guys bye